Hi, welcome back to Shop Talk with the Sheriff. I'm Sheriff Gregory Tony. Thanks for joining us again on our podcast. Today, we have another exciting opportunity to speak to an accomplished BSO deputy who has been with the organization for quite some time, uh, who is a member of our in, uh, Internet Crimes Against Children, and we're going to talk about that, ICAC as we call it. Uh, I have with us Detective Michael Jew, who has been with the organization for almost 20 years now. He's been working inside of ICAC for roughly seven years, brings a wealth of knowledge and experience. And so what I'd like to do is just turn it over to Mike for a moment and allow him to talk a little bit about himself, his journey, and why he uh, has chose to take the path of working in ICAC. Mike? Thank you, sir. I greatly appreciate the opportunity to come on and speak with you. As you mentioned, I've been with the Sheriff's Office for about 20 years, sir. Started on road patrol in the city of North Lauderdale. From there, I was fortunate enough to gain experience in a number of specialized units to include three crime suppression teams, um, three criminal investigations units. I was able to actually work with the United States Secret Service with a uh, task force involving burglaries and ID theft. And in my current assignment, I am with the uh, Internet Crimes Against Children Unit, where I've been, like you said, for about seven years. I conduct child exploitation and human trafficking investigations. And through my experience here at ICAC, I'm also a part of the Broward County Human Trafficking Task Force, as well as the FBI's Child Exploitation and Human Trafficking Task Force. Outstanding. So I'm so glad you have uh, decided to come on with us because there's a lot of things that we're going to talk about and kind of educate the community. As you know, ICAC just had another successful arrest recently, uh, taking a, a man off the street who had worked and the realms of pediatric care, and it kind of created kind of an alert. A lot of questions and comments been coming in about, hey, how do we mitigate this with our children? Uh, one of the facts and figures I had learned when I started researching this was that one in 25 kids a year receive an online sexual solicitation where a predator uh, attempted some type of offline contact. Is that pretty much consistent from what you've seen in your experience? And what would you offer to parents uh, to help mitigate that or help you do your job of safeguarding children? I would say that would be a fair estimation, sir. In As far as what we can address here in Broward County and to the citizens, last year was kind of strange, COVID, right? But um, let's sure. say 2019, with, uh, with our unit, we initiated over 200 cases and made over 48 arrests for child exploitation related offenses. All of these arrests and investigations were conducted by the ICAC unit and they all had a Broward connection and involved the internet in some way. So when people sit there and try and say, it's, it's somewhere else, it's not here, maybe it's in California. We have those facts and figures that show that it's, it's here in Broward County. Last year with COVID, the numbers in reference to cases probably have doubled um, just because, as you know, a lot of people are at home trying to find and figure out a way to keep their children entertained. Digital safety, I believe, is, is paramount. Um, we have to view each and every internet-capable device and downloaded app as a wide open door, allowing millions of people direct access into your home and into your lives. Um, parents need to and children also need to acknowledge that while the internet is an amazing part of our modern day existence, it's capable of allowing us access to un unprecedented amounts of information and experiences. It also creates the ability for untold numbers of people to make contact with 
anyone in the world. And many of these people, just like you said, it's unsolicited. These are bad guys. They're committing you know horrific what? deeds. You, you know, I'm sorry to cut you off. You, you make some outstanding points. You know, uh, I've communicated with the community, you know, as the, the face of the agency and, and heard some of the comments about uh, Internet activity. And so many of our parents are stuck in kind of the mindset and paradigm that if their kids are not Google searching, if they're not putting a www into a search engine, that it doesn't include the internet. But what would you say to that when we have all these different kick apps and Snapchat and all these other things? Uh, they're internet driven, isn't that correct? That everything's internet driven nowadays, sir. Uh, from your digital device on your phone, gaming platforms, whether it's your what is the PS PS Five? I've I've lost count. Um, the Nintendo Switch, internet capable. Sure. All of these video games, Fortnite, Roblox. I mean, parents need to be experts and they need to have a more hands-on approach in regards to what their children are occupying themselves with at home, <clears throat> at school, in the car ride to school if they're sitting there with, you know, with an with an iPad. They need to be able to know all of the settings on every single app digital media or internet capable, capable device that they allow their children access to. They need to be technical experts. And that's because if they don't know that, then they don't understand the public settings. If they, sure. if these children have their accounts set up where it's, it's public, then anyone in the entire world can try and message them, try and send them, you know, invites to different chat rooms or whatnot. And it's incumbent on the parents to be able to sit down with their children and explain to them the realities and, you know, the unfortunate fact that there are dangerous people out there. Yeah. Is there anything that uh, we've established over in ICAC right now that would afford the youth an opportunity to reach out to us or reach out uh, to an investigator when they receive these things direct? You know, one of the things, um, and I'm sure you can expand upon this is the, the kids you just alluded to it are better and more savvy with the technology than a parent. Uh, and they also may have a, a feeling of, well, we don't want to tell our parents that, you know, this guy just sent me these photos because I don't want to lose my iPhone. Uh, but is there a, dis <laughs> a discreet mechanism uh, that can, can work? You laugh. So you have some experience with this. So one of the reasons why I laugh is because you, you pretty much nailed it on the head, sir. Um, when it comes to the exploitation of children, the predators will engage the children one of two ways to get what they want. And it's pretty ironic because everyone's spouting and shouting from the rooftops, we, you know, internet safety, internet safety. These methods are, they're not new and they've, they've evolved over a long period of time and, and they don't involve the internet. The first one is is what you alluded to. They the suspects will will prey on the fact that a child their mistrust for their children. I mean, the, their mistrust for their for their parents. Sure. And they we've had cases where children are afraid to lose their social media. So I mean, it's 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 that important to them where they will send. Child pornographic material to a 
to an exploiter, to a, to a suspect, because they're afraid that if they go and tell their parents, hey, this is what's going on, I'm being exploited, I'm being victimized, that they're going to lose that digital device. So they would rather torture themselves by sending horrific material to this person just because they're afraid of losing their device. One of the ways we can combat that is parents need to be forgiving and they also need to understand that these are children. These are children under the age of 18. These are, I mean, even 21, they're not capable of making those long-term, they, they don't understand the, the, the long shot. Sure. Especially, especially when it comes to life in general. And they need, parents need to be that shoulder that they can put their head on and say, listen, they, they, they need to be that safe space. They need to be that person that if they mess up, they need to be able to go to mom, dad, uncle, aunt, however the family is structured, they need to be able to have that relationship where they can say, look, I messed up. This is what's going on. We need to talk about it. Now on the offside, that's all sunshine and rainbows and roses and everything like that. We all also know the reality that sometimes that doesn't exist. So one of the, one of the ways that we could try and com combat that would be to make a cyber tip, um, an online report to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. You can do it either the old school way by, the, by picking up the phone and dialing 1-800-THE-LOST or it's 1-800-843-5678 or actually going on to the website which would be report.cybertip.org and making that online submission, putting in as much or as little information in regards to their identity. But obviously the more information they provide, the better tools we will have as an investigator in order to do the follow-up. And if, when they make that online submission, Obviously, we at ICAC, we manage the South Florida Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. We will get that tip down here because if it refers to Broward County or South Florida at all, we'll get it and we'll conduct the investigation. No, look, that's awesome. I'm glad you had that information to put out over the air uh, and we'll support that when we launch the podcast element to put it up on the website so the whole community can have it in a multitude of ways. You know, you have an opportunity here now uh, and I want you to kind of envision yourself talking to that target youth group that is suffering from this. And what will be, in your experiences from what you are seeing, your top three things or messages that you would want to make sure you get to them uh, to help safeguard them, things that they can perhaps do for themselves? Children need to be wary that not every person out there is their friend. They have to realize that there are bad people out there, I hate to say it, that's the reality, that want to take advantage of them. They need to be able to rely on their family, even if it seems uncool or whatnot, to rely on their family. And if it's not your immediate mother, father, figure, guardian, develop a relationship with an adult where you can actually talk to them about these issues. And... So that way you can relay this information because you're allowed to make mistakes. This is the time to make mistakes. Like I've, like I've mentioned before, no one expects you to be perfect, but also know that 
if you continue to make mistakes, they need to understand that the ramifications in this day and age are forever. One digital image, one picture, one chat message that's screenshot is out in the internet forever. You know, when I was growing up- That's powerful. I mean, you know, you, you mess up in the cafeteria, you slip and fall in some milk, everyone gets a laugh out of it, you know, you're embarrassed for a day or so, but it's forgotten in about a week or so when someone else messes up. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not memorialized forever in some Instagram or TikTok video. Um, so, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, children need to understand that every step that they make, it's... It, it, it carries a, an amount of gravity that's, I don't think we're able to fathom at this point. Um, I mean, even you take a look at college, you know, review boards or, you know, kids trying to get jobs nowadays, they're going through the social media. So something that they may have posted innocuously or just ignorantly 10 years ago is going to come back to bite them in their future. Yeah, it most certainly does. And, you know, just for sake of transparency with, with the community, Look, Michael, you know this. We do the same thing when we recruit members to become law enforcement and firefighters. Uh, we're on your social media uh, and looking at what type of posts you're making to identify, you know, your characteristics and things that you've been involved in. Uh, so that that's a very good tip there. You know, you also have an opportunity here, whereas there's going to be uh, some parents that are most certainly listening to what you have to say. Is there anything that you would want to tell them? Any three items of hey, you know, here I'm detective, you know, Jew, I've been in this industry for quite some time. Take this with you. So to the parents, I would say that they need to know four things, four things. Number one, we've already mentioned before that parents need to know all the settings of any apps, digital media, internet capable, de capable devices that they allow their children access to inside and out. They essentially need to be technical experts. That's number one. Number two, like I alluded to before, parents need to know that there are predators out there that are dedicating every waking hour online attempting to exploit children. Hands down, they're, ex they're experts at what they're doing. For them, it's just a numbers game where they're just gonna keep hitting up pro public social media accounts until they get a response and they begin the grooming process. Number three, parents need to know that they are parents, not friends. I know sometimes it's that line gets blurred, but they have to be willing to take the time to diligently and regularly inspect digital devices. They need to know that they need to know all of their children's passcodes. And a lot of times people will say, well, oh, I'm friends with them on their social media accounts, so I'm able to gauge what they're doing. That's just ignorant on the, on the part of the parents. Many children are so technically savvy, they'll have several social media accounts, right. many that their parents are not aware of, for different purposes, albeit it's time consuming, we know that, but simply put, if you're not willing to put in the time to conduct those inspections, then simply do not allow them access to the internet. It's, it's that simple. Um, also on the flip side, by reviewing their children's social media accounts, parents will be able to tell if their children are being victimized, if they're bullying people or they're actually being bullied. So there's that secondary element to that where you know you get a lot of that cyber bullying and everything like that um even though it's inconvenient they need to restrict digital media the use of digital media devices to common areas such as the kitchen or living room because 
like I mentioned before, you know, if they're in their bedroom, they're more apt to make mistakes. Um, and one mistake now is out there forever. The use of digital media devices is a privilege. I don't know why all of a sudden kids think that it's their right to have it, but parents need to know that it's, it's a privilege. You know, I mean, 10, 15 years ago, the, there was, that's right. We wouldn't be even having this conversation. And um, fourth, I would say that parents need to know that they are role models. Straight up, they're role models. They can't tell their children to minimize their use of phones and social media if they themselves are constantly on their device or social media apps. Absolutely. You know, if, if the parents take, take this chance to put down their digital devices, start engaging in other more productive activities, then their children will be more apt to follow in their footsteps. You know, if you're sitting there at the dinner table constantly on your phone and checking out, you know, Instagram and stuff like that, and you tell your kids, hey, go outside and get some fresh air and play some basketball, they're going to look at you like, are you, what are you, stupid? You know, you're sitting there on your phone 24-7. You know, if that parent goes out there and starts playing basketball or football or running or something, you know, riding a bike, how much easier is it is it to convince your child to go ahead and participate in that activity with you? And yeah, yeah you, you can't take the approach of, you know, do as I say, not as I do. It's just too harmful, especially for this climate uh, where predators are, are basically we're, we're walking them into our homes. Uh, we're allowing people to sit at the dinner table. We're allowing strangers to go into the, our kids' bedrooms and spend hours with them at times. So, you know, I've always looked at it in that approach for myself, for my nieces and nephews, is that would I allow a stranger into my house and let them have intimate hours and access to someone who's maybe 11 years old? And the answer is no. And so it shouldn't be any different um, in the world of iPhones or technology and internet access. Exactly. Well, look, to the community who maybe just joined us in the back end, we're, we're on Shop Talk with the Sheriff. Today we have Detective Michael Jew with us from our Internet Crimes Against uh, Children Unit. And I have to tell you, it has been a super delight. Uh, Detective, what a phenomenal job that you all are doing down there. I appreciate the great work that you continue to do. And I'm sure we are going to have you back on here uh, <laughs> because you are a wealth of knowledge and we need to really push this out to the community. So one, thank you for your almost 20 years of service to the agency, to the community of Broward County. And thank you for continuing to do the things that you are doing uh, down over at ICAC to safeguard our most viable assets, which is our children. Sir, I, I greatly appreciate the opportunity and I, I appreciate your support for our unit and the investigations that we conduct, sir. Outstanding. Thank you for joining me on Shop Talk with the Sheriff. Remember, you can follow me on BSO Sheriff Tony. Uh, it's not a stunt double, it's me. You can also subscribe to the podcast so that you can get all the alerts for every new episode. Stay safe, be humble, and love somebody a little bit more than you love yourself. Sheriff Tony signing off.